every miserable fool who has nothing at all of which he can be proud, adopts as a last resource pride in the nation to which he belongs. He is ready and happy to defend all its faults and follies tooth and nail, thus reimbursing himself for his own inferiority. Man can do what he wills, but he cannot will what he wills. It is a wise thing to be polite, consequently it is a stupid thing to be rude. To make enemies by unnecessary and willful incivility is just as insane a proceeding as to set your house on fire. For politeness is like a counter, an avowedly false coin with which it is foolish to be stingy. We forfeit three-fourths of ourselves in order to be like other people. We will gradually become indifferent to what goes on in the minds of other people when we acquire a knowledge of the superficial nature of their thoughts, the narrowness of their views and of the number of their errors. Whoever attaches a lot of value to the opinions of others pays them too much honor. The art of not reading is a very important one. It consists in not taking an interest in whatever may be engaging the attention of the general public at any particular time. When some political or ecclesiastical pamphlet or novel or poem is making a great commotion, you should remember that he who writes for fools always finds a large public. A precondition for reading good books is not reading bad ones, for life is short. A sense of humor is the only divine quality of man. Philosophy is a science and as such has no articles of faith. Accordingly, in it nothing can be assumed as existing except what is either positively given empirically or demonstrated through indutable conclusions. Treat a work of art like a prince, let it speak to you first. Thus, the task is not so much to see what no one has yet seen, but to think what nobody yet has thought about that which everybody sees. It would be better if there were nothing. Since there is more pain than pleasure on earth, every satisfaction is only transitory, creating new desires and new distresses, and the agony of the devoured animal is always far greater than the pleasure of the devourer. What disturbs and depresses young people is their hunt for happiness on the firm assumption that it must be met with in life. From this arises constantly deluded hope and so also dissatisfaction. 
Deceptive images of a vague happiness hover before us in our dreams, and we search in vain for their original. Much would have been gained if, through timely advice and instruction, young people could have eradicated from their minds the erroneous notion that the world has a great deal to offer them. Great men are like eagles, and build their nest on some lofty solitude. Without books, the development of civilization would have been impossible. They are the engines of change, windows on the world, lighthouses, as the poet said, erected in the sea of time. They are companions, teachers, magicians, bankers of the treasures of the mind. Books are humanity in print.